Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. have a very special guest today, Paquilla Jones. Paquilla is a traffic engineer based in Silver Spring, Maryland, who has a love for plants and jewelry making. She holds a bachelor's and master's degree from Howard University's College of Engineering and Architecture, where she was the president of the student chapter of the American Society of Civil Engineers and also a member of the National Society of Black Engineers. Welcome and thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much, PQ, for joining us um, on Creative Habits Podcast. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So what inspired you to start your home garden? Um, Growing up, really, I've always been like around plants. My mom always had a garden. We was always growing something. So it just kind of been like a natural thing for me to be like surrounded by plants. Um, I, I'm kind of a person, like, once I get into something, I'm really into it, so I'm kind of, I guess, obsessive, so mm. that's why it's so much now, but yeah, I think that's, it's, it's just natural for me to always be surrounded by plants. That's awesome. So how did Plant Ed evolve? When did you decide your explore, exploration and interests deserved its own Instagram page? So, um, like I said, I've always had plants. I've always, like, posted about them, I guess, like, on my main page. And plants evolved because, like, people always ask me, like, the same questions. And, like, they were like, how can I, you know, grow this? What is that plant called? And I was like, let me just dedicate a page to just giving out information that's easy to digest. Because, like, when, even when I look up some stuff about plants, it can be, like, too much, and you get into, like, the Latin names, and, like, you know, you get conflicting information, so I was like, let me digest the information that I learned and just kind of give it to people in an easy way. They can just pick it up and run with it, so that's how Planted, like, really started. I was just like, let me just do it, because I'm, I'm already doing it, so let me do it for real. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Um, my partner and I just started to um, get into plants and just you know trying to beautify the space Mm -hmm. um but what would your suggestions be for those who are like interested in getting started like what is the easiest plant to take care of that doesn't really need a lot of like attention Mm -hmm. um but you know what what do you recommend the top three plants i always recommend to people number one would be like the snake plant Mm-hmm. That plant is a drought tolerant plant. Um, it can grow in any conditions, high light or low light conditions. You can literally just sit that plant down and you don't have to water for like an entire month and it'll do this. Wow. The other plant I would recommend is a ZZ plant. It's also another drought tolerant plant. Um, it's even more drought tolerant than the snake plant. So you literally like you can just put it up against a window in the corner somewhere. They're both, they both tolerate highlight and low light. And then the third plant, I would say it's the pothos. Um, that plant, you have to give a little bit more attention, but like it kind of gives you like the satisfaction of like a vining plant, you know, people like that, mm. that jungle feel. So the, that plant gives you like the jungle feel, like if you get like a bunch of them. So those are the top three, the snake plant, ZZ and pothos. Awesome. Thank you. What are your top five plants? Which one do you like the most? Uh... 
They kind of they kind of rotate, but I will give you the Bird of Paradise that's mm-hmm. behind me. Oh, oh nice. Nancy. But um, the Bird of Paradise, um, a dumb cane, fiddly fig, Monstera delicia, delicia, delicioso. Did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, that's three. Mm, the neon philodendron and the ZZ plant. These names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, That's I'm pretty cool. terrible at the Latin names. So, like, I'll go find the common name. Like, pretty. Mm. <laughs> That's what I like. Like, the, the common names are more memorable for me, but I think it's also important to know, like, the Latin version as well. Yeah, I can um, read, just for the I just can't pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Um, how important are plants for mental health? Um, I think they're very important because like it's it's kind of like calming even if you don't even think about it like when you when you go into a room that's like full of plants you're like this room has like a lot of life and it kind of brings mm. that to you well for me it does it brings it to me and like that's why I like being surrounded by them because even I'm having like a bad mm. day I just look at my plants and just like that's just beauty like you just see something mm. beautiful so I think that's one thing to just constantly see beauty and see life and you and you kind of learn from plants too because like I've recently moved and like I've had to figure out a better situation like for my plants. And it's kind of like mm. the same thing with life. Like if you're not growing somewhere in life, you need to move, you know, get out. Yeah. Get out, get out of that pot you're in or else you will die because the plant will die if you keep it in the same pot too long when it's outgrown it. So mm. I think plants are kind of like a mirror of, you know, real life, like the best life that, you know, that's parallel to like nature. So yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I didn't really think of it that way, but if you think about it, like it's so true. Yeah. Um, so I also noticed that you're you're creative. Um, you make jewelry and you're a photographer. Um, how do you find time to balance your passion of jewelry making and jewelry design as well as photography? So I started photography because of my jewelry. So mm-hmm. I, I, I made jewelry first and I started doing that uh, back in 2015. I made these earrings and my friend, she was like, you should sell those. And I was like, nobody wants this. She was like, no girl, people will buy that. So I made mm-hmm. an Etsy page and um, and I just put stuff up there and I got a lot of traction. I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep doing it. But finding time to do it, like, because jewelry is, like, really, like, a, a hobby for me. It's a way for me to release. Like, I do it at night, and it, and I've gotten, like, pretty quick with it. So, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a thing for me to finding time. It's more like, this is what I need to, like, decompress. So it's just a part of, like, my everyday life for me. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what does propagating mean, and what is that process like? So to propagate is to uh, basically start like a new plant like you're making a cutting you either propagate via stem cutting or via like um splitting at the root mm. and depending on the plant that's how you have to propagate so for, for example like the snake plant you propagate those by cuttings because there's not you can't divide it root divide it but like the easiest way to just cut it and you stick it in some water and you put it in some light and eventually roots will grow out of the um, leaf that you cut it from Another plant that's easy to propagate is monstera. You'll cut on the stem of the plant. And there's these little things called nodes. They look like a little stump on the stem. And that's where mm-hmm. the root will grow from. So propagating mm-hmm. is just a way to divide and multiply your um, plants. 
And it's the it's the cheapest way to multiply your plants because a lot of I have a lot of plants, but I didn't buy them all because if I did, that would be like thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. But yeah. So um with uh all of the things that you're doing creatively, mm-hmm. um, what did you originally like study when you were in school and like what are you pursuing as a co- career? Um, so I went to um, Howard and I studied civil engineering and um, I got my master's in that as well. And oh, wow. I actually I actually work as a civil engineer. Uh, I do mm-hmm. traffic transportation um, uh, design. That's what I do. That's my nine to five. Okay. Yeah. So it's like polar. <laughs> yeah, it's polar. But I'm I'm just like wondering if you can consider like, you know, art and science kind of being mm-hmm. together, like connected in a sense, um, just as far as like having to think of ideas and critically think and do trials and errors and just figuring out how things work. Um, but yeah, I was just wondering, like, you know, how are there sometimes ways where you have to tap into your creativity for engineering? And also like, if you're working with plants, are there like things that you have to scientifically like figure out or calculate? How does that work? Like, how do you. Like how they come together. Yeah. So with um, engineering, you do have to get creative with your solutions because like um, the type of engineering I do, like there are standards that we have to, you know, abide by just in general. But, right. but sometimes you run into problems that you've never seen before and you have to really think like, oh, what would I do that's cost effective that can be actually mm-hmm. be done, that can be implemented? So you have to think of different ways to do things. So I guess there's a slight creative, like creative edge to it, but it's within, you know, standards that you have to right. do things by. And as far as like, um, you know, making jewelry and like plants, <clears throat> It's, I'm kind of creating structures, like little miniature structures, and they have to, like, hold the shape, and, like, I understand the concept of, like, if I bend this wire this way, uh, I need the opposite thing to happen on the other end, and that's something like an engineer, like, every forest has to zero out or it'll collapse, so it's mm. just something that naturally happens, as well as, like, hardening of metal, like, when you hammer metal, it hardens, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like a chem- like a physical um, reaction, within you know what I'm doing and then we're like plants like I kind of build structures to like add more plants in my so the same type of process yeah, yeah. so like I figure out how to hang things from the ceiling all the time so I'm like this oh, wow. I have so much weight so that's still that's like a, a tiny calculation but like mm-hmm. that's kind of how those two worlds intertwine for me it's always it's just basically a critical thinking and solution oriented type life very interesting. So um, I know that some plants are not uh, cost effective for people that are on a tight budget. Mm-hmm. I was wondering for our listeners who are interested in, you know, just making their space beautiful, but have a really tight budget. What recommendations would you have for them as far as like purchasing plants? So one thing you can do, you can go to Facebook Marketplace. People sell plants on there. So you can oh. like cuttings of plants. Uh-huh. Also, I mean, I'm not telling people to go steal, but you can like at Home Depot, sometimes you just have like pieces of like the leaves like falling off. And if you get a stem, you can regrow that plant from a stem. Wow. Like, I didn't settings, even know that. Mm-hmm. You can do that. That's a free way to get a plant. <laughs> um, also, you can you can buy cuttings, like I said, from Insta, uh, Facebook. I think Etsy, people on Etsy sell cuttings. Hmm. 
also look into like the succulent plants. They sell like the tiny little ones. They're typically like three dollars and like a Home Depot or a Lowe's. Or if you want to go to like a nursery, like support like a local nursery, mm-hmm. those are typically pretty inexpensive. Um, like like I said, like for those plants, that those top three that I recommend, those don't ever pay over twenty dollars for one of those plants because they're they're mm-hmm. very inexpensive. Okay, so you can get a nice looking snake plant for like fifteen dollars. Okay, so cool. Don't don't put anything above it. It's, it's not worth. Because I've been seeing the prices of some of these plants, I'm just like, wow, they're really getting up on people who don't. Oh man. So outside of like people on a tight budget, what if you have no limitations as far as like what you want to buy? Where do you go to buy plants? Like which which locations are your favorite to go to? Even whether it's uh, purchasing or just like, you know, seeing what's out there. Um, so here in um, in D.C., there's two shops that like it's called Ginkgo's Garden mm-hmm. on 11th. No, it's on I Street Southeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I like Lee's Flower Shop. She's on U Street mm-hmm. and she has really nice plants. I bought like my first Monstera from her. Oh, I know Lee's. Yeah. I like walked past it several times. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, she about. sells mm-hmm. she sells plants, and she she's a flower shop, but she also sells plants. Yes. Like I love her flowers; they're re- they're really beautiful. And like on Friday, mm-hmm. she has sales. Like I think it's like twenty percent off potted plants. So if you go on Friday, mm-hmm. you can get a discount. And then there's this other place out here in Maryland. I literally just left there. I bought some kale today. <laughs> oh nice. What was the name of oh my goodness? I forget the name. Ooh, I can't remember the name, but it's, it's another nursery. <laughs> it's right, it's like off East West Highway out, like I guess on um Hampton Nursery. That's what it was. Hampton Nursery? Hampton, nice. Yeah, Hampton Nursery. <laughs> so I know that you have a lot of plants. Are you satisfied with the plants that you have or are you constantly looking for more plants to fill in your space? I'm constantly looking, but I'm not as quick to buy as I used to be because I mm. have so because I have so many. I'm at the point where I'm almost buying the same thing over. But um, now I'm looking for more, I guess, the quote unquote rare plants. Mm-hmm. So I do have like I have like a wish list of plants, like a couple of philodendrons that are like on my list. And I want like uh, this variegated um, monster, but they're so expensive. Like I have like like a wish things that you, yeah. like a wish list of yeah. plants that you want. Before I would just go yeah. out and just buy whatever. Now now I'm more like a little picky. I'm just like yeah, it's more strategic. Yeah, I don't need another one. So yeah. So stemming away from the questions about plants, um, we always ask um, our guests. Uh, the people that inspire them. So I wanted to know, like, who inspires you creatively or just in general? Um, I think my number one inspiration is always my mother, like my mom. Mm-hmm. I've Every day, like, I realize how much I am her, basically, but just like a, a, a iteration of her. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, my friends, they're very inspirational, like, um, just seeing them like navigate through life and like their motivation and like what like their goals, seeing them reach their goals, that's that inspires me. Um on the creative side, I, I just enjoy looking at pictures of like Rihanna and like um Kirby from Moss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Wale. 
like you know music also is like a big inspiration to me like mm. Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye like I'm always blasting jazz, John Coltrane, Miles Davis so the the inspiration kind of varies uh what's yeah. what's the best advice you've ever been given the best advice wow that you know nothing yeah <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> that's really good yeah pretty straight to the point um what book changed your life a book that changed my life oh wow um i'll say medical apartheid is because hmm. you find out so much, like, I don't want to curse on your podcast. You can. <laughs> you find out, like, all the bullshit that has happened to, like, Black people. And you're just like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. like, you knew it, but, like, to read it and the fact that it was written down, like, it was recorded as if this was okay. I think mm-hmm. that just kind of made me question, like, everything. I used to be like, oh, wow. that's a cool innovation within the medical field. Or, like, any type of science. And I'm just like, no. Who did you test this? Like, who had to suffer for this answer? Mm. So, I think that was one. Um, Richard Wright's Native Son. That's a good one. I really enjoy Native Son. Yeah, that was that's another one. More recently, this book um, called Educated by Tara... Can't think of her last name, but Tara is the book is called Educated. Um, I think her family was like Mormon and she lived in like the mountains up in like Idaho or something. But it was a memoir and like it was very like eye-opening because it's, it's a group of people I've never interacted with. Like, I mean, yes, I've interacted with white people, but like to a uh, type of people who've been like isolated in the community and then what she right. went through as a child. And like her ability to finally recognize her parents as humans and like the decisions mm. they made and and eventually how she kind of not corrected her life, but like decided to live her life for herself. That was a good one. Mm. I get in the last book, Heavy by uh, Keith Lehman, Lamont, mm-hmm. he's from Mississippi. That, okay. that was a good book. What are your thoughts on 2020? Woo, 2020 was 20. Is we're still here? We're still here. <laughs> I think I think I finally come to the word I would use to de- describe this year is stripping, because mm-hmm. I feel like it stripped away all of our false identities, our, our false sense of reality, our false like idols, our false sense of like of our false values like we put in in our false like way of living like we put so much time into like work you know the rat race we're all on this thing when the rat race going 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 twin twins like hold up it's time it's time for you to to um sit down and really look at you know what you've done and and like what you've done to yourself the earth and that you're that we're not like as isolated as we think because like living in America Mm. very individualistic like that's the way our you know society set up and I think like the virus and everything kind of showed us that we are like a a global society that we're not Mm. you know disconnected and that we should you know return back to community as far as like you know living and thinking about what I do how it affects you even if you're across the country because I breathe out the air. It don't stop right here. You know, know, we're on the the globe and like this air is going to circulate. And, you know, 
it, it really caused you to think. So I think it was stripping would be the word for it. It kind of makes mm-hmm. it, it sits you down. It strips away all your distractions, and you see what life really is like today, right now. And either you're gonna like do better, or you're gonna be like I just want to get back to the way I used to do things because that was comfortable for me. So mm-hmm. I think my sentiments exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just had to reel it in and slow it down. Yep. <laughs> we had no choice. It's like, oh, Yeah. So um, what do you see for yourself in the future creatively? Um, I always tell people my retirement plan is just to own like a plant shop and mm. read books. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm going. Like, I just want to just chill and read and, and grow things. That would be so awesome. I don't know very many women who are black who have their own plant store. That would be dope. Yeah, so that's 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 what I'm working on now, figuring out how mm-hmm. the how to get to get there. Yeah, that would be really great. But I thank you so much for being on the show. Um, it's been great to learn about plants. Um, and I hope the best for you in the future as far as whatever you're doing creatively, like your career path. And I hope that you fulfill all of those goals. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. But my last question for all of my listeners would be, um, how can we keep in touch with your plant journey? How can we support your business? Um, and if anyone that needs a commission as far as photography goes, like how can we be in contact with you? Okay, so if you want to find me for the jewelry, everything about jewelry is Wires by PQ. That's W-I-R-E-S-B-Y-P-Q.com. You can go there and shop. Mm-hmm. Um, for Planted, so if you want to come learn anything about plants, I'm on Instagram as planted p-l-a-n-t dot e-d so Mm -hmm. that's that and if you want to hire me for shooting just slide in my dms at better known as pq that's b-e-t-t-e-r known k-n-o-w-n as pq yeah thank you so much thank you thank you for having me what's up beautiful people thank you for tuning in into today's episode of creative habits podcast here is your quote of the day No one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. Wolfgang Reby. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, comment, and have a great day, family. Peace.